Yeah, yeah, but we won't keep that. So okay. We'll keep that for sure. Um. Anyways, man, good to be back. Yeah, man. Right on. I got some good feedback on the first episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just one feedback. No, I got some more. Oh yeah, that's uh, cool. My brother. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> What I, about you? I sent it to my my son, but I don't know if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't think you have heard about anything. I don't know. You know, just too young for that shit. Yeah, probably. And uh, that's it? Well, they say that uh, podcasts usually get deleted. Podcasts usually don't go past two or three episodes. Okay. People quit. <laughs> so they don't, people don't really take them seriously until there's like a few episodes. So, uh, you know, we'll just like, as we get more and more episodes and we get it up on different platforms yeah. I think it'll be uh, more easier to promote and stuff we get more experience yeah <laughs> yeah that's for sure um, so I was thinking we could talk about like uh, we talked about last episode how you came here and everything and a little bit about how you felt about things when you got here originally and we introduced you as a progressive so I think talking about how the evolution between your politics when you got here into now like the story between is interesting yeah it's been a yeah. <laughs> because I remember it's like we talked like a roller about roller coaster yeah we talked about last time how uh, how you used to be very critical of people on the left and I was on the left, and you know we didn't get into arguments. I don't think but no, we talked no. a lot about it, and I think we both learned a lot from those conversations. For sure, I did. I had, me too. I didn't even know what Cuba was. Like I didn't even under. I didn't know anything about Cuba, so I didn't know anything about the Che Guevara thing. I didn't know Che Guevara was even Cuban. <laughs> that's how. That's how I. I didn't know anything about yeah. any of this stuff. So I learned a lot from you know talking to you over all these years. But at some point, I was making an album, um, and I asked if you would play bass on it. And I was a little leery because it was a very political album. And I know that uh, Castro used to be critical of the U.S. to call it an empire. And the first words on the album are, America is an empire. And I remember sitting in the studio with you, and I was kind of nervous about you hearing the song. And... Uh, and I and I said, um, you know, this is a song about you know America being an empire, and you, and you said, well, it is a big empire. <laughs> <laughs> no, and also, you know, and also and that was like, wow, he's open-minded, you know. Yeah. And, no, and also I have respect with somebody can say something like that. You know what I mean? Because anyway, anyways, this is what is, this country is supposed to be about, right? Like, yeah. you say what it is, like. Like one of those conversations when people go into my pages or whatever, yeah. or you know, start telling me like, you know, like for example, if I get into a trumper or whatever, like, I don't know. The other day, my mom, I guess she sees your mom too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, but she's just. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people that I know that I see that they actually I keep into me. No, no, like oh. people from, from uh, I remember one time I was giving this guy a ride. It was like a late night, like it's around Hollywood or whatever. And uh, we were talking about it and the guy said he was from Florida too. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and the and we were talking about politics and all that shit and he was telling me like like I think it was around Christmas or some shit mm-hmm. or, or I don't know one of those holidays or whatever like people go get together with their family and whatever mm-hmm. and he was like to tell you the truth I don't enjoy that shit anymore you know because my parents are pro-Trump you know yeah so every time I go there it's like I get pissed so yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, which is kind of like I don't know I think it's a little too extreme because you don't choose your family family choose you and the end a lot of these people are like they say what they say they are what they are but in the bottom they're like people like us but I don't know they get f- fooled because whatever right you yeah, know what yeah, I mean but at the yeah. end it's your family anyway it's your family I know uh, I when, have problems too a little bit with my family exactly when every time I'm on the predicament they're the, the only people that say hey I'm here <laughs> but, it, but what's you. interesting is that your mom and your dad are on Facebook oh, shit dude <laughs> and they go to my page and blast them I'm like dude just publicly yeah, arguing with you yeah and, and they they notice they notice that I kind of like I didn't block them or anything but right. I just do the unfollow thing uh-huh. So I don't have to see all this fucking shit like piss me off, you know? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's ridiculous, man. It's like, yeah. Oh wow! Like sometimes like, I feel like, yeah. I feel bad saying this, but sometimes I feel embarrassed, you know? Like, yeah. And the other things, there's a lot of other people that we all know each other from from Cuba, from our neighborhood yeah. or whatever. And some of them are against Trump. Uh-huh. Or so you know what I mean, but wow. I don't know. Uh, and my dad says sometimes this kind of shit, like you know what I mean, like stupid, like just post a meme with some stupid shit, like <laughs> like like you were saying, they don't have yeah. nothing to say, yeah. you know. And in some cases, so it's weird because sometimes they agree with me because mm-hmm. I agree yeah. that Hillary and the Clintons and all that shit, yeah. Are uh, yeah basically that's where you can you can yeah they I have first hand so it's crazy because sometimes they may be happy that I agree that Hillary sucks and the other guy yeah, sucks I have Obama. that with my uh, I have one friend who's conservative and yeah. we can bond over the anti-Hillary exactly thing, but when I talk if I mention Bernie he's like ah yeah know? exactly <laughs> communist or whatever yeah. or if they mention Trump <laughs> like my mom once in a while we're yeah. talking about some issue or whatever and and just like. Oh yeah, but our president now is taking care of. I'm like, come on, cut the fuck out. You know what I mean? But it's sensitive because they're yeah. older, and then when you, they kind of see it like I'm being like disrespectful or something. I'm like, no, just why should I? So there, um, it's like the other day I have some other guy I posted, in, and this other guy is like a pro-Trump or whatever. And I seen that guy get really nasty with a lot of people. Over me, he respects me for some reason. He doesn't cross that line or you know insult me or anything uh, but I seen some crazy shit like he goes nuts and wow. uh, and uh, you know when I told him he you know I don't remember what was the issue but I told him you know uh, I think it was Bernie or something and he was like oh hey man be careful blah 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 and I'm like uh, but what are you talking about what are you referring to what is mm-hmm. like I'm trying to say okay what what is it that you don't like what what's uh, you know, because I know where they're coming from. They're coming from the, without thinking, they're just saying communist, communist, dictatorship, or whatever. Yeah. Socialism means, and I'm trying to tell them, yeah. socialism doesn't mean this shit that we have to go through In Cuba. just because those guys took that word yeah. and use it on their own purpose, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And they destroy that word. Right. Those are the ones 
that have first hand on destroying that world. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. for some reason, these people, they don't want to. They don't want to look at what you tell them. Dude, we're talking about people, countries in the first world in Europe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people that you can see, but then right away they say, "Oh yeah, no, but they have a lot of immigrant problem <laughs> or whatever." <laughs> and the Muslims, oh shit! I'm like, and the oh Muslim the other day killed some dude, and I'm like, yeah, one dude, whatever. But <laughs> but anyway, we're not talking about that shit. I'm talking about the other things. Of yeah. course, all these other countries, my nothing is perfect, so they might have something that they probably still working on. Right. But at least. The healthcare issues and the, the you know the school tuition issues yeah. and the way they you know they treat their citizens is a little different. The way they take care of uh, drug addicts, the way they take care of yeah. homeless people, yeah. because but he's like, no, I was just recently in Italy, <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, I'm saying on the other hand, I'm like, motherfucker, you you play a fucking little guitar here and there, yeah, okay, like we all do, right. And you're traveling all over the world, so are you telling me where are you getting all that money from? You know what I mean, yeah. motherfucker. You either taking it from the government because that's how that was my post. <laughs> my post was like right. most of these people I see talking about Bernie Sanders, uh -huh. and the, I'm talking about the Cuban people. That just yeah. was for the Cuban people. Yeah, there's people that I know, yeah, like having work, haven't had a real job supposedly. Yeah, like society got you here. Besides being a musician, because everybody being a musician sucks you know yeah so you either have to have a second job uh -huh. or you have to be very lucky and successful or be good with the i don't know Living talking digs i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean like getting in there i, I admire these people a lot of people get yeah. in there and they hustle but not everybody it's like a lot of people can go to be like i don't know lawyers right. but not everybody is going to end up being the lawyer for you know what I mean for the Lakers or yeah. you understand so yeah. it's, it's the same thing yeah. so so I'm like oh, but so so tell me what do you find out over there you saw a lot of homeless people you yeah. saw like a lot of people dying of opioid or a lot of I don't know like tell me but they don't tell me anything they're like yeah. because they don't know what like you said they don't have any argument they just go in there and they don't want to hear what you want to say which is yeah. It's easy. It's like easy math. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, scientist. I'm not a. It's just simple. It's, yeah. It makes sense. Like right. why? Yeah. You know? And you know, people don't know. The one thing in, in college, I was lucky. I took a debate class instead of a speech class because I was terrified of speaking in front of people. I took. It was a requirement to take speech, but you could take debate. And that was the greatest class because it taught me the art of debate. Like I'm no master of it, yeah. but I, I I didn't even know about it. But like if somebody says something, um, you know, you have to you have to counter what they're saying. You can't just assassinate their character, you know. Yes, and and if you make an argument, you know, you have to prove your argument, and it's my job to you know. Uh, are, are, you know un disprove your argument and um, it's 
I'm not talking about like official debate rules. I'm just talking about like just the, the way to, to actually have a discussion. Like we don't have those discussions. Oh, I wish. We don't have those discussions in our debates. We don't have those discussions in journalism. We don't have them on social media. Yeah. It's all about smearing. I and, wish we all have that because for some of me and my family, I wish we had that because yeah. every time we go into discussions, I usually have to stop it because I think my mom's going to have a heart attack. And then I'm like, I don't want to fucking be the yeah. responsible for her. To yeah, have my dad My dad ha tells me I have to, <laughs> he can't talk to me because I have an argument for everything he says. But it's like, obviously I have an argument for everything you say because I have a point of view. You know what I mean? You it's get like it's based on something. I raise my voice and then he doesn't like it and he stops. Yeah. Well, I raise my voice sometimes my mom too. <laughs> my, my mom is like the kind of person that doesn't let you talk. Just yeah. like going on. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing, the kind of thing that makes my dad <laughs> mad is like when he says that more Democrats uh, vote against Republican policies, or you know, more Democrats. And and I'm like, it's just enough, but it's always just enough Democrats to uh, to for it to fail. You know what I mean? Like the the Democrats will vote against something that the Republicans want to do, but there's always a few of them that vote with it. And I think it's because it's it's just set up that way like there's he goes oh that's just the blue dog democrats well it's like well then why have them what you know why not oppose them why not you know it's it's like it, there's always just enough democrats to make things go more right you know what i mean yeah every time like it's and i think it's it's planned you know and he, that just drives me crazy like you can't <laughs> you can't conceive of that idea like that 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 this isn't a uh um, a fixed system to, to you know to, to just keep moving in that direction pro corporate and what know, sucks is like we as a uh, progressive or independent or whatever we have to now deal with two instead of one right you know what I mean two two enemies two enemies <laughs> right the freaking and I've seen these people like they, they want to beat Trump on everything they go like nuts, dude. Like yeah. it's like I'm talking to a Republican too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are. And the thing is, like, it, it's everybody's fault because also uh, we call everybody like when we say the word Republican or mm -hmm. conservative, we already kind of implying that it's gonna be shitty, you know, or whatever, yeah. or yeah. they're racist, or which yeah. I don't think we should. I think, but you know what I mean. But yeah. what I base my thing is always on. Uh, I treat it like like a scientific way mm -hmm. because it's just a coincidence. Like I experience it every time. Mm -hmm. um, every time I have to encounter anybody that's on the right, mm -hmm. for example, uh, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but uh, I don't see them never um, criticizing or denouncing when a cop kill a black person. Right. There's always, they always come to me when I post something uh -huh. to make excuses for that situation. Yeah. And the Native Americans, another situation. Yeah. If so They never, and that's what I'm like, I never see, you guys take so much time to come to me and try to come in and teach me things that I already know. Yeah. But I never see you, I wish I could see you when this is injustice somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish I could see you one day in your fucking life doing it saying 
this is outrageous. How a cop right. is they, gonna kill they, this black man just because sitting in his car? To them, the things that are outrageous are like bathrooms for transgender people. Exactly. Saying Merry Christmas, saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. I mean, they they make up these uh, these. Um, abortion is a big one. I mean, yeah. They really, they really no, immigrants and immigrants and immigrants. Yeah. But and. As you know, if an immigrant commits a crime, that's like the end of the world. If a cop kills a, a civilian, a, a child, cop kills a child, it's not as big of a deal as if some one Mexican person commits a crime somewhere. You know, it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know, and but that's like their that side of it is cl kind of clownish. Like I think that they wouldn't be so crazy if the Democrats weren't so right wing themselves. Like there's no there's no pushback against it. It's but anyway, before we go into all this, I still <laughs> would like to go back to, to like what? that moment where where you said America is an empire, or it's a big empire. Yeah, and that was a big moment for me because like, okay, he's gonna play on the record. He's not gonna be, you know, because I really wanted you to play on it, and because uh, I I should say like I've been watching you. I've been watching you play uh, with Charlotte Martin. I'd seen you play with other bands and I always love to watch you play and there's just something magical the way about it, the way you play and I always was like a dream to play with you for you to like play on my record oh, was like, thanks man for you to play on that record was a huge thing for me so when you agree and I was really worried about the politics and you were moving at the time which is I think part of the problem like at the time you you said you said two things to me that I remember you said um, Castro uses the truth in his propaganda part of propaganda is using the truth and uh, exactly. that's true exactly and that's true. exactly what they do here they use exactly. the truth about what happened in venezuela what happened in the thing yeah but they use it on their own benefit yeah it's, but it's not you know what i mean it's yeah. like obvious yeah. after a while after you start seeing yeah. certain things and i guess not everybody do it but i've been lucky also that's another thing i've been lucky the same way i've been lucky about music like mm -hmm. Uh, being able to play different kind of music, which is not, mm -hmm. I don't know, for some reason, I'm Cuban and everything, but I enjoy playing more American music and world music than my own music. Well, call you're me, adding, call you're me adding, a traitor. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you're adding that, you're adding something to it that nobody else could. Like, that's what makes it so cool. No, thanks, you know man. what I mean? But I also, it's because I've been involved in projects like yours. Like, when I saw that, when I saw what you said, like, American is an empire and you just put it out there, you know? Yeah. And the music is obviously good, you know, it's a good music. It was a learning experience for me too. I'm actually very proud of that album. I thought the album, um, that album, especially when I recorded it, me and all the other musicians that play in the album, uh, they were like basically all recording in different parts of yeah. The country, right? Yeah. Like well, one guy was a hey, one guy's in Boston. You and I were here, and uh, the drummer was uh, and the piano player. The piano player's in Boston. The drummer was down south a little ways. Yeah. yeah. And when I listened to the songs, even though I still like, it's hard for me to get into the whole uh, understanding of the lyrics or what I mean and everything. Yeah, yeah. And but the more I listen to, the more like, okay, I know what he's trying. You know, the more I get more admiration for the, for the music. Mm -hmm. And it's good music. It's great music. And then I listen to I'm like, this shit is really swinging. And it's always thought it was great too. Like so the album was done. When I was living in Miami and I was listening to it, I was like, wow, this shit is swinging. It's like really swinging. 
on the rock and roll yeah. way of swinging, but it's uh -huh. really swinging, and nobody was in the same room. Right. You know what I mean? So I, that, I thought that album was good. And uh, yeah, and but like I said, doing projects like with you, with my other friend Daniel, when I started playing hip hop and getting into this other music that I started playing for me and the music that you showed me too, and some other people that I play with, that's how I'm, be, I'm able yeah. to like, you know, understand better. Yeah. Uh, because I came from a different background of yeah. playing a lot of notes and jack up stories and all that shit, jazz yeah. and whatever, funk. funk. The, one, the one thing I should say that people won't know is that we used to work together in a vault where we were all just basically had music on constantly, yeah. cranked up loud, and we, had, we would bring our CDs into work. <laughs> and uh, so we tra trade off, right? We trade off playing music. And yeah. so we would like listen to Jocko and listen to the Rolling Stones. And like, so like we all were learning yeah. about from each other's music. No, and it was a great chemistry because that's a good thing that we'll, I was always like, I'm always admire people that, for example, they usually work in this line of music. Mm -hmm. That's their preference, mm -hmm. you know, on the choice when they write their music. But I can see them, I can catch him listening to some fucking crazy John Coltrane album. Yeah, yeah. That me personally, which I was always, I've been like a jazz, you know, enthusiast and whatever. I'm not like totally in love with a lot of like traditional, more like electronic, funky thing. Uh -huh. Uh, groovy oriented whatever but it's always funny to me when I see somebody enjoying like some crazy shit yeah. you know what I mean yeah. as a musician or some Indian music or some right yeah. you know what I mean something that oh like don't you don't you find that when you find somebody yeah. like you see somebody with a bunch of like red hair or whatever and all of a sudden you know you imagine this guy's like fucking hardcore metal shit and then he's listening to I don't know Mozart or something you know what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. like I always find that like fascinating, like so. You know, yeah. I I enjoy that time. I yeah, remember that time there was fun. this lady uh, used to work here. We hated. It. She's like crazy. And one time you have uh, oh. a Love Supreme on, uh -huh. or some John Coltrane or whatever, uh -huh. and she came and she said, "Oh, this is like uh, elevator music." <laughs> <laughs> and we were always like, "Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> bitch." <laughs> I don't remember that. There was this lady, I remember that she, I don't remember, she she worked over there just for a brief period of oh. time. But she was like, <laughs> always, this is the kind of person they always say extra things uh -huh. and she gets herself in trouble, whatever. <laughs> she tried to be funny, likable, whatever. Right. But then, of course, you know, it's not like we're going to tell her to get the fuck out of here. But <laughs> right. I, we didn't really I remember look at her, we look at each other, we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Elevator music, you know? Yeah. But, so so um but the other thing that you said was and this was like you didn't have a job at the time and you were leaving to move back to Miami. To Miami, yeah. And you said to me at least in Cuba there's a limit to how far down you you go if you lose your job or whatever. Yeah. Now I don't know if you still feel that way, but at the time you no, said no. that, maybe I was wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you were like here, like, I was oh, hitting rock, rock bottom. That I time. know. I, I mean, like, it was freaking, like I was really dark. Yeah. In those in those years, and and so that was another side that I had never heard from you, where you were saying, well, at least you were acknowledging there was something good about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's 
is it true? They have to show the truth. But like I said, like I said, like you don't have to worry about that problem, but you have to worry about the, another problem. So no, I know. Well, we we should like be, you know, call everything for what it is. Like exactly. there, we talked about all the other problems, but you did say that that time that um, at least there was a. I didn't have to worry about if I'm not gonna have a roof over my head. Exactly. That's one thing. I think that was the thing. You know, and that if was I was sick, yeah, I just needed to go just cross the street and go to the doctor. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, I anybody from Cuba now that could be hearing this or whatever, one of these guys from Miami, or whatever, the Trump supporter, or whatever. Yeah, he said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know. But it's like it is what it is. It is the truth. Uh, I think that's you know, and that's really to me like you know, brave of you to to break all of these taboos. Like you're saying, uh, you know, that about one positive thing. That's a pretty big positive thing, and you're also like you know not going along with the crowd as far as like the Cuban thing, as far as your politics now. So, but at some point you change from being sort of anti-leftist <laughs> yeah yeah and what was it that i remember even with the wall street um occupy occupy when they were still happening i had uh, remember i used to live in that house there was like 12 roommates or whatever yeah like a commune kind of yeah. like that was right around the time when i was recording this yeah uh, that and that was before i left yeah and i actually have some of my roommates that went down there you know yeah yeah, yeah. And the, it's funny because one of the guys was like the craziest guy that you could never tell, like, this guy is onto anything, you know? Yeah. Because this guy is this loud guy that's always joking and drinking and, yeah. you know what I mean? And loud and funny. Uh, but I guess he was, he has his, uh, you know, what what's the right word to say? Like, his thoughts straight, I guess, yeah. you know? I don't know, like, he knew where he was standing or, or he was aware of that situation. But yeah. I wasn't even in it. It were at that time, but at that time, that's when I really started hitting me. Uh huh. And that's the thing. That's how I talk to these people. Like, you know, so you you, had, you don't know how bad it is until you're going through it. Yeah. You don't know how bad it is until you haven't gone to the dentist in three and a half years because you don't work for a company. You don't have insurance. Right. And you don't want to go and tell them, oh, I need a cleaning, and then they're gonna say, okay, is this much? And then, oh, we need to do a deep cleaning, and it's gonna be 400 bucks for a per quadrant. So it's gonna be like, uh, what, uh, 400 before, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that much yeah. money, and you're like, okay, right now, yeah. if one of my tires just break, my whole life is upside down, right. you know, if I get yeah. a flat tire. Yeah. So that's when you start saying, oh, fuck, you know, this, this is hard, it's not, you know? And I understand, and I'm, and nobody can tell me that I'm a lazy motherfucker because uh, I wake up at <laughs> five in the morning, I go back home at ten. Yeah, you know, in between yeah. everything I do with my kids and the work, and you know. Yeah. So, that's the thing, and these people keep talking, and so that's when you realize you're like, oh wait a minute, this is this is the, this is a hard ball. Yeah. But I understand, but it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way because you know. Not everybody's a. Not everybody can be a millionaire, and not everybody can. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in these other countries, in this world, they know that, so they do a basic. You know. There's a basic. Le there's a, a level. A basic level, so you don't die. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right. That's. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's, that's what really I, the. 
that's my point with the homeless people. I see the homeless people the other day. Yeah. And actually, yesterday too, I was like, it's fucking depressing when you drive through downtown and you see that much level of shit. And yeah, it's that I think that thing of like the way a lot of people treat it, like oh this drug addict or this this and this that. That's an old news, bro. Like it's about time that dude. Okay, he's a drug addict. He did some choices. He might be uh, whatever. I don't know. Like I said, what is he supposed to do? Die? Why don't? If we're gonna yeah. live in like that, why don't we just put him on the fucking incinerator room and fucking kill them all? Right? Right. Basically. Yeah, I, and they, and it so. can't be that because they're it's exploded in the past like ten years. It's I mean it is ridiculous. There, they used to be downtown, but now every single overpass in L.A. is an encampment. It is ridiculous, you know, and I'm telling you because I drive all over L.A. Yeah, because I drive yeah. over and lift. So right, and I see it, and I'm like, I'm seeing this. This is people that you see that you really you know they're already like they're gonna die any moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I also see these other people that I can tell they've been like that maybe for I don't know. Six months. Uh-huh. I can tell they still have a few, have a guitar, they have one, yeah. th- you know what I mean? They have yeah. this thing on, it's a couple, yeah. you know? And you yeah. see them like, oh, these people might lost their job or, their, or whatever, or they got into drugs or whatever. But Some people, they, most of them, they say most of them have jobs these days. Most homeless people have jobs. Um, I don't know if that's true, but that's a statistic I've heard repeated before. I so s- it's just like, even with a job, you can't pay rent. This, you know? exactly no there's people because most businesses just want to hire people part time and you can't pay rent with a part time job it, it's not enough exactly no that time <laughs> that I was in that period yeah. that time before I went to Miami that's how I was I was working for a company they hired me for a price at that time that I thought it was pretty okay so I was really excited yeah you know yeah at that time, it was a two. Was it two thousand ten? I don't know. Twelve. Twelve or something. Yeah. Twelve. And it was like thirteen fifty. I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah. I can live without that shit. Uh-huh. But I'm thinking I'm gonna work enough hours. Uh huh. But then I was working two days a week, three days a week. Yeah. And then the days that they work me, they freaking work me all day freaking long, and it was a hard job. It was like. You know, between the stress mm-hmm. and it was physical. I enjoyed it because it was kind of like going to the gym for eight hours or more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was great. I was in good shape. But I was always stressed out because yeah. I have my kids, I have my divorce, I'm all that shit. And I was like, and I was paying, what, 500 bucks for a month for a room? Yeah. 580 or some shit like that. Yeah. And even like that, I was always struggling. Sure. And it was ridiculous. And then you go like, okay, let me go apply for a food stamp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's another thing. You apply for a food stamp, they only give it to you. You are if you don't have no money, right? But if you're making a little money, and then I've committed a scene of going and say, oh, I got a job, I'm gonna. But then I realize, fuck, I need extra money to buy food because I'm yeah. like, so when I go over there, they didn't give it to me because I'm like, how how do you think with this money I cannot be able to pay anything? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do your yeah. math, bro. It's like, don't you guys know what's going on? So it, it was frustrating. And when you hit that thing, that's when you realize, if you change different, that's when you realize, I'm not going to be like these people that are getting, you know, screwed in the ass and 
they're still like, oh, yo, that's the way it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah, it almost never happens, right? That's what, like, yeah. Like my dad, the my, people, dad, my the, dad is 67 or yeah. 70 something, I forget right now. Yeah. And uh, I know he's tired. Yeah. But he's still working. Right. Wow. And he yeah. defends that shit. And I'm like, do you think it's fair? You that have been working all your life really hard, a loyal guy to a company, you, you never call sick even when you're sick. Yeah. You think it's fair that this shit is happening and you yeah. still have to work instead of enjoy, like, I don't know, retire. go fucking, yeah, go to Santa yeah. Dominican Republic or something. Or, we used to be able to retire in this country. My dad was able to retire. Exactly. You know? But he's lucky. He's, you know, that, that, we aren't going to have that luxury. And he's surrounded by people who are retired. And they're just like, what are we going to do today? Play golf. He doesn't play golf. But I mean, you know, yeah, they, yeah. there's like a whole, you know. It's a whole different game now. Yeah. The young generations, are, that's why the young generations are the one like following Bernie Sanders. And that's what these Democrats, corporate Democrats, they don't understand. It's like. Yeah. And it's so, it's like my dad's generation is, is like, trying to kind of fight that so like their own grandkids aren't going to be able to retire like I, that's a part that's amazing to me too like why 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 is there like a war being declared on millennials <laughs> because i mean they're your kids i don't i don't understand that but anyway that's crazy um, so it, something happened though before you you went back to Miami and when you came back you were like a full on progressive because I, <laughs> I got into because when I was in Miami uh, you know I was on Facebook one night I actually I remember like I smoked a joint or something I was like really high whatever I was looking at shit and I saw somebody posted a Bernie Sanders video something yeah. about Bernie Sanders I was like and I really liked the way he talked but I got my attention to me it's like what the fuck? This guy's. I never seen anybody talking that way in government, and I know. And then I went on YouTube and looked him up, and I saw that those videos when he's like at the Senate, right after he got you know the Vermont uh -huh. uh, senator or whatever, and the way he was talking to his people when the Iraq War happened uh -huh. and the corporations and the oil industry and the war. But the way he was talking to his people, my first, I never forget my first reaction was like, wow, this is the guy, the only person I've seen that the money that we pay, their salary of these guys, of the Senate, yeah, which is our own money, yeah. he's the only guy that goes there every morning to work for us. The way I see it, because he wasn't talking, everything he was saying, I'm like, oh my God. So that's why I got involved in the Bernie Sanders thing. Uh -huh. And I got really deep into that shit. Yeah. And that's why. More I than me, even. I mean, I was like, I considered myself a progressive, but I was already heartbroken by the time the Sanders thing happened. Oh, no. I was already, like, not even paying attention anymore. I was like, it's over, man. No, when that it happened. It doesn't matter. Imagine, I'm living right in the center of. Yeah. Uh, Republican, <laughs> Cuban, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the people that are on the left or yeah. agree at certain points with me against the whatever, yeah. they also don't like Bernie Sanders because they they feed into the 
label of communism or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know? Did you have any of that? Did you feel any of that? Like squeamish about the word socialism that he used? No, because I understood when he talked about it, the more yeah. and more I got into it. Yeah. And then he was him one that started talking about Denmark about so then I started getting into and I started getting into this kind of progressive actually yeah. I think I now that I if I recall, I think before even though I'm thinking that I found Team Black because of you, I think I also saw Team Black videos around that time. Maybe. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's like I was like really into it, and then when that shit happened, I got really pissed when that thing happened at the DNC, uh, and that's when I knew about Tootsie Gabbard. Yeah, you knew about her before. I me. knew we, yeah, I knew about her when because she stepped out on the DNC. Yeah. She talked about it. Yeah, you know, and that's when I was like, okay, this is the kind of people that we need to follow. I can't yeah. fucking believe these people yeah. don't see this as a something that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. They're not talking about taking away private property or anything. They're talking about no. They're talking about we we need to stop making these people billionaires and on top of that we you know what I mean? We need yeah. to stop like giving them that social enterprise. What they have is socialism for the rich. Yes. Basically. Yeah. That's like Bernie said, that socialism I don't know Even why it's technically socialism. Yeah, but that's the socialism they don't care about. I know it's amazing that they've brainwashed us so much that it's so it's okay to give money to the rich. It's okay to give Jeff Bezos, you know, to not make him pay taxes. Like I I don't I don't understand. Even the Democrats are okay with it. Like I don't understand. How they don't see that as socialism, I, I, and they, it's so obvious. That's the thing about mind control, and and I'm obsessed with like mind control now. Like I'm uh, on all these different levels. I'm, <laughs> this next record I make is going to be about mind control because it's like we are so mind controlled in this country. Just like you talk about the people in Cuba, brainwashed. Yeah. Like we are so brainwashed to where we don't we think it's okay to give a billionaire who doesn't need any money money more money of our money our tax money but we but it's not okay to help a homeless person it's not okay to give people homes like how we barack obama they say kicked 5.2 million families out of their homes those people are living on the street those homes are empty how how why are democrats okay with like i don't understand what that's fucking brainwashing like they get he gave the banks yeah I know he didn't just go and like say, hey, you're going to need to leave, but yeah. But he gave the banks, the banks and the Wall Street created all this situation and then, yeah. hey, let's give the money to help you out. If yeah. I was working in a company and I screwed up, I get fired. Yeah. These motherfuckers. I know. Got help with our money. Yeah. And what they did because I, I left all that shit. I used to have Washington Mutual, which is the bank, okay? Yeah, me too. The yeah. one thing that Washington Mutual, you didn't have to pay shit, never. Yeah. When that happened, yeah. and they giving the bailout, uh -huh. the first letter I get <laughs> is now we call Chase Bank. Yes. Okay? It happened to me too. And from now on, you <laughs> need to have this much money, yeah. and we're gonna start charging you yeah. this much money. And I'm like, oh, so we bail you out. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're gonna start charging me for the air I breathe. And who? 
And, and, and every time you give me a phone call, they're going to charge you. I'm like, what the? F-? And which bank is it that picked Obama's cabinet? I don't know. Maybe it was Citigroup. I get them mixed up. Oh, Citibank or whatever. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was Citigroup. But they, but they basically sent him a letter. We recommend these people for your cabinet, and he picked them all. Like but he, e- he did it what they wanted. Even even with the African American communities. Yeah. He helped, he built them out the banks, and then the African American communities can't apply for a freaking loan yeah. to start his own business or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? I so, don't know too many details, but I know that there's that that the the level of um, security, economic security, went way down during Obama's. It was a nightmare, bro. For, it was yeah, a nightmare for for African Americans. And we were all very. That's what I the second time I didn't vote for shit. Yeah. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him either time because I always voted for the anti-war progressive, but it's California and I knew he would win, so. No, I vote for him because I really believe in this shit and I was really excited. I, and know, it was really even my kids. We watched my. I, I was very excited. We watched it with I my knew kids. He was my kids were like Obama. They were like three years old and they, they knew yeah. who Obama was. It was very very emotional. Everybody was like hope on the shift. Hope. Yeah. What hope? <laughs> and then right away, bam. Yeah. You know what's yeah. the hope? There was no fucking hope. The hope yeah. went down the toilet. Yeah. Nothing happens. And Obamacare didn't help me because I applied for Obamacare once. For some reason, I didn't qualify. I don't know why. I was fucking broke as fuck. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But you pay a penalty at the end of the year for not exactly. having insurance. So. Exactly. Yeah. And I, so, that's another thing. Yeah. Which, the the, the right-wingers yeah. always talk about that shit. And it's true. It yeah, but it's their plan. The thing about them is that it's their fucking plan. Exactly. And it would have been fine if they came up exactly. with it. Exactly, exactly. It was Bob Dole's plan. It was, it was Ronnie's no, plan. No, I know. The, the Republicans at the top, they make the people like my family mm-hmm. in Miami think that it was Obama's idea. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's how they, that's, that's how they like, yeah. those famous memes that you see over there, these three guys sitting down, and the guy take the cookies, and the other guy take the other cookie, that's the cookie. I say, this motherfucker's going to take your cookie. You know, but he takes the rest. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like some millionaire or some other guy, and it's like five cookies or something. I don't know. Or four cookies. I'm totally out of it. Or four cookies or something, and the millionaire takes three cookies and looks at the other guy and said, "Be careful because the fucking poor guy is gonna take your cookie." Wow. You know what I mean? That's basically what it is, and it's like, it is ridiculous, but it's. And at this point, I don't know. The way I see it, look at what happened right now. But the Democratic Party, when that thing happened in Miami, I was really pissed, really disappointed. Oh my God! And that's actually that's when I started to wake up to like the, that's what, what I woke was up. Going on. I mean, I, really? I knew that Democrats were corrupt, but I I couldn't really explain it, or I couldn't. I just kind of had a sense, like even when Obama was running as a corporate candidate, I I had been following John Edwards who was the guy not taking corporate money he was the first the first politician I ever saw who said I'm not taking any corporate money I'm anti-war he was the first progressive politician that's where I learned the word who was John Edwards the one that was like a military guy John Edwards was he was a senator for uh, a while and then he ran with John Kerry against Bush in 2004 so he was the VP candidate yeah I think I remember and then he the tall dude uh, I don't know how tall he was, but he was a Southern Democrat, yeah, you know, yeah. like, but he was a progressive. He ran as a progressive. I don't know what was in his heart. It may have been his wife. Like, anyway, he turned, he, he, he dropped out 
uh, early on because he just didn't have the numbers. But it was Edwards and Obama and Hillary. And he campaigned early and he was campaigning in like New Hampshire or whatever, the early states, like yeah. a year before, or two years before. And like a lot of all the progressives were excited. Like Ralph Nader got Ralph Nader endorsed him and Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, King I think King I remember. Him. And and so like when when I saw, you know, I just he was so inspiring to me, like I. It was heartbreaking, <laughs> you know. That that, but then I saw Obama as a corporate candidate. I was like, I don't know. Eventually, I warmed up to him. But at first, the the contrast between Edwards and Obama was big. Like Obama wasn't talking about anti-war the way he was. Obama wasn't talking about the poor. He was talking about the middle class. But John Edwards was talking about the poor. He was talking. About, he had this thing: two Americas. Yeah. There's two Americas. There's a rich American and there's a poor American. You know, and. Um, that was his message but it was like you know he was talking about the poor and nobody ever talked about the poor you know no candidate that it was ever mainstream was talking about the poor so i was like really you know obama wasn't and the hope was that whoever john edwards endorsed that he would his his followers would push that person more to the left and so he gave he gave obama his endorsement i think in the end and you know but I knew Obama was a corporate candidate, but I didn't know what it would be like. It was much worse than I thought. Much, 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 much worse no, than did, I thought. No, I didn't be. know even at that time. Unless recently when I started really. Yeah. After this happened to Bernie Sanders or whatever, and I came back here and then I started getting more involved in these things. Yeah. You know, like looking things up or whatever. And, and I see, like, basically what he did. What did he do? What did he do? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. Nothing substantial. I mean, like, they say the healthcare, like Joe, Joe Biden says, is a big fucking deal. It helps some people, but, like, my friend Chom couldn't get, uh, <laughs> couldn't get healthcare uh, for years because his dad had a condition. So because of his dad's condition, he couldn't get health care because he inherited the condition and he, it was a, he couldn't get it like or he had to pay way more money like like that, i don't know thousands hundreds hundreds and hundreds of dollars so then all of a sudden he could get insurance for a while he felt good about it but now he says that he has to go to one provider in in your zip code you only get one provider at least in some places Hmm. So Obama said, if you don't like your plan, you can uh, keep your plan. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. And, you know, all this stuff, like, you, you have choices. But there is no choice. He doesn't have a choice. He has. He only has one health care <laughs> provider he has to go to. And he has to pay a lot of money for it. Nice. And he says they deny him care sometimes for things Bullshit. that, you know. So I don't know. I don't go to the doctor. So <laughs> and the other I have thing. insurance because through my job, but yeah. I never use it. Oh, of I, course, because you're lucky, right? Good for you. But I'm very lucky. Well, I use my dental. Yeah, but I, have, I don't have shit. Yeah, and I don't, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm lucky that I'm health healthy, I guess. But maybe I have something I don't know. I, I know. So if I die, I it's your motherfucker's same. fault. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like, yeah. So so basically, you saw that Sanders video and it changed your perspective. yeah it changed it changed my I was like wow this guy so then I started following and then I actually went and raised her Democrat for that I yeah, went yeah. and vote and then when that thing happened with Hillary yeah 
and they were throwing the confetti and there were still people here in California boarding I'm like, I'm like what the fuck and then it's just like that and then the whole thing happened so yeah. then everything changed and then even people in Miami that I knew musicians too they were like Democrats or whatever or they voted for Bernie Sanders the first time yeah but then they got into the thing of oh we need to vote for Hillary because and then yeah. they kind of blocked what just happened yeah. what just happened yeah. it's not legal right and the only way these people are going to learn is that when something like this happens you have to put your foot down and yeah. create a big fucking mess yeah but well I don't know if it's legal or not because well some of it wasn't no they make some it legal some of it wasn't but some of it was just party rules and the party rules are not democratic they're called the democratic party I think for a reason as a joke because they're not democratic the republican party is more democratic than the democratic party because the democratic party has the super delegates who can overrule the vote of the people you know no i understand and but, so but, but it's, it's like i say like not everything yeah. that says the law is yeah. one thing is the law and the other thing is the charter justice you know what i mean no i yeah morally right and wrong so what's exactly yeah. what's the point for me to go to vote yeah don't go to work. Yeah. Wake up, drive over there, vote, waste all my day in that shit, and yeah. then at the end, five people are gonna decide, right? Who's gonna win? So yeah. don't don't make me go to vote. I don't go to vote. Yeah. So don't. Well, that's why people don't vote. That's why so many people don't vote that's, in this country. Exactly. And people say, well, they should make it, they should make it uh, mandatory. No. No. Because that's a good measure of a corrupt government. When you're when you're when more people don't vote than vote, uh, th that's a, a good that's, that's a good measurement. That's what they did in Cuba. You need to go to vote. Right, Mandatory. exactly. Right. And that's why we went over there and we just drew a big dig on the fucking thing <laughs> and put it in there. That's what we need to do here. <laughs> Would you do that? Yeah, that's what we did. The last, the last years I was there, it's like a voting that you know it's not really you're not voting for the president you're voting for like some kind of a mayor were you afraid you, of getting in trouble dude at this point i was uh, i didn't care bro like nobody cares at that time did your name happen? everybody went over there and go no you don't have to put your name okay that's a good <laughs> thing but it was either to like so or great. or write no yeah on the ballot like like saying this is bullshit you know like yeah. this is a charade it's not really <clears throat> yeah. or write a big dick on the thing <laughs> that's it of course I choose to try the big dick so I got over there and I got his and then after that we just go drink and get drunk because we everybody knew it was like bullshit you know what I mean it's like when they make you go to a it's Castro great, speech dude. you know what I mean you yeah. go to a Castro speech you know I, when I went to the Castro speech I didn't do it for I was believing that shit already when I, when I was like in my 20s or yeah I did it to see if I can hook up with some girl or whatever. Yeah. Over there, it was fun, you know. Yeah. Drink some drinks or whatever. So he's talking all his shit and you're like... For how long? Oh, dude, he used to talk for hours. <laughs> ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody... There is no president I think I talks for... Not even Hitler, I don't think so. <laughs> like, dude, that motherfucker used to talk for hours. Like, you spend your whole day listen to that motherfucker talking shit like over and that's how how brain you know when you're older and you realize like at that stage that i was i knew i'll oh, fuck this guy so i wasn't even pay attention to him 
But when you're younger, your brain washes to a point that you think, you see him, oh, this guy's so, so tall, so handsome, so smart, so courageous, or, you know? Yeah. They brainwashing you, you know? Yeah. So it's your hero. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, this picture. That's why these people have pictures of him and the fucking. Right. Who has a picture? Who in this country has a picture of a president in their house? Only this fucking Trump nut yeah. jobs. Yeah. That's what I always believe. I it's, have one up here. Of Trump, of Kennedy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, nut job too. But like I said, you know, but it's the same yeah. way. Like, that's what I said about this Cuban. Every time they talk about the Cuban thing, I'm talking about with well, this conversation between the Cuban community, whatever. Yeah. And they're talking about the communism Cuba, the brainwash, and they show pictures of the of the revolution plaza, people with a bunch of flags. The same shit as in here. Yeah. I drive here, I see like flags in houses, yeah. people don't flags all the time. Yeah. The same bullshit. I had a I had a train a guy from the UK last week or two weeks ago and uh he was noticing that he was like man there's flags everywhere everywhere it's creepy he was like this is really creepy uh, like because they were more sensitive to that there because of world war ii and the nazis and stuff so he, he was he was kind of like it's kind of creepy because you guys have flags is. everywhere i don't really notice it but because it is yeah i'm driving around because you know i drive a lot yeah all over la yeah and when i get to these areas you see the neighborhood uh-huh and you pass this house I have a flag outside two flags outside right. I could bet one of my fucking balls <laughs> I knock on this guy's door I'm gonna say who do you vote for yeah I'm pretty sure yeah you know 80% is gonna be I voted for Trump or what do you think about blah 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 oh, abortion what they're gonna be on that level because yeah. it's not that doesn't necessarily you can, you can be patriotic but you know that extra that extra effort of yeah. showing display of yeah flags and shit you the same thing was in cuba the same it was the same thing they brave watching you over there oh this cuban pride like they teach you like you're the best it's like you're the best raced basically wow the best the best at dancing the best at music the best at boxing the best at whatever Baseball. Baseball, we're like this shit. And then when you go to Miami, that's what they you see. Even people that are like dark skin, they think they are better than somebody from Peru. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because they're Cuban. Because they and they are dark skin too. They were programmed. And, they, and the cops stop him. It's gonna beat the shit out of him too. <laughs> In here, the same way it's gonna be. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they think, oh, and they call the, the the anybody from Peru, anybody that is not Cuban. Yeah. They call him Indio, which means like Indian or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody. Yeah. I'm saying Some. this kind of Cubans. Yeah. That they have so brainwashed. Yeah. You know, like it's interesting. I didn't know that came from them being told that. That's like Hitler shit. It's 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 but it's the same thing here, like American exceptionalism. Yeah. Like it's weird because they they talk to. It's not like a Castro stand on there and say we're the race or whatever you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah because that's why he sent people to angola or africa supposedly to help these people fight the evil yeah white supremacists whatever uh but i don't know somehow you fed up into that shit. 
Yeah. And when you moved to Miami, uh -huh. that was a vibe that I got when I first got in there. Yeah. Like the people used the word India just right, just like that. I remember actually a conversation with this girl on the phone mm -hmm. when I recently moved here and I started dating the mother of my kid. Mm -hmm. And you know, when they knew that I was, and at one time I had to stop this girl because she was talking on the phone and she made a joke like, oh, so how's the India? Uh, you told me that some people were saying that about her. Right? And when I took her over there, she's lighter than even dude, she's whitest, she's the whitest of the whitest. She's yeah. almost transparent. Yeah. Okay. When I took her over there, the first thing is, is she Cuban? Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing they ask. It's like, you know what I mean? Like old ladies. Yeah, that's know? that's funny because my you know my my grandparents were Italian on my dad's side, right? So um, they my he married my mom who was not Italian, and that was like the first problem. The second problem, she was supposed to name me after after my grandfather. For yeah. the Italian tradition, my name would have been Nick. Okay. But she did not do that. She named me after. She actually named me after her dad, because <laughs> <laughs> my middle name is after her dad. Yeah. So uh, that's doubly like giving him the finger. No woman. <laughs> but everything worked out. Everything worked out. Like, it is. Pangulo. <laughs> my mom was kind of a rebel. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, that's crazy. Well, cool, man. So. Uh, that was fun. Whoa, that's another one. Yeah. All right, right on. All right. Always so fun. We will do uh, more in the future. Thanks for listening, and uh, do you have any parting words? Thank you, guys. No, not too much. <laughs> All right. I'm not a talking guy. The yeah, talking, we don't talk too much. The talking, the talking <laughs> we, kind. We talk later. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening, and I uh, hope we didn't bore you. Yes, we hope we didn't bore you.